Hello and welcome to the Blind Shots Podcast. I'm your host, David Hill, from behind the ninth green at Picadome, where I'm absolutely dead, just hoping this chip hits the pin. And this is Season 5, Episode 3. Today we go back in time. Matt and Fred and I reboot the Americans in Scotland segment for a, a quick retrospective on our travels, for the purpose, really, of working out whether or not a golf trip, more specifically our golf trip, but this can apply to anybody, whether that trip needs a trophy course in the rotation. It's something I've thought a lot about during the planning phases of our last few trips, and I wanted the fellas to sound off with their perspective. You know, quixotically, it's it's an episode re- recorded last winter that I never got around to publishing until now, yet the discussion and the elements that we consider remain as timely as ever. You know, going back through the raw recording, it's amazing how differently our golf lives are now compared to then you know since recording that audio our big golf group has been to both sweetens cove and bandon dunes together as groups i've revisited my beloved lynch country club and i've seen makatiwa and holston hills anew and most pertinently our guys have decided on our 2024 and 2025 golf trip destinations and i gotta say as a group we're not really testing both sides of today's hypothesis. We'll get that to we'll get to that down the road. Before we dive in, a reminder that the Blind Shots podcast is made possible without commercial or chemical interruption by my day job as David Hill Realtor with Rector Hayden Realtors. I help people sell their houses and find their new homes, as well as helping investors and businesses with their commercial property needs here in Central Kentucky. It's a very interesting time to be a realtor, uh, and it's always it's a great time to be a homeowner. If you want to know what's happening in our market, please reach out. You can email me at davidhill at rhr.com. And of course, I'll be happy to start a conversation with you. Now, plop down into the DeLorean, flex the flux capacitor as we head back in time to plan out our golfing futures with friends of the show, Matt and Fred. The idea of the trophy course and golf trips, you know, our, our golf trip to Scotland, it was so much fun. You know, we, we built the reason for the course was the old course tea time. You know, we knew we were going to get to play the, the, the best, most popular course in the world. And we, I guess we kind of budgeted or I budgeted us for kind of one other course. It was either Muirfield or Carnoustie and we played Carnoustie. So that's two pretty big kind of trophy courses for one trip and you know what i want your guys thoughts on those courses were great like we wouldn't have gone without that you know those as the reason for the trip but you know i almost think what made the trip was ely what made the trip the the scottish golf trip was north barrack and the dunvegan you know just the it was forgans and walking around campus you know, kind of setting up base camp. Um, so, you know, I, I guess my thought is would, and maybe I would, in retrospect, the castle was kind of tough on. I enjoyed the castle. I, I know you guys, it wasn't your favorite. So maybe would have snuck in another Lynx course for there. But um, if we were to go back, just hypothetically, uh, is that 
is the trophy course is the big anchor or even two something that would be a prerequisite for you? Or do you think we could go someplace like Macrahanish out or somewhere up in, you know, North like Cruden Bay, go play courses that less than 1% of Americans have ever heard of and have as much fun um, and, and be as satisfied with our trip kind of doing the the Ely's and the Levens in the North Barracks. Old courses, great courses, but things that might have extra G's and H's in them. Um, is So, Matt, you look really contemplative on this. I'll throw this to you. For, for something like Scotland, for significant travel like that, um, do you need an all-star? Do you have to have one? Can you... Do you think you could motivate yourself to be excited without kind of that all-star, all-world course? I think part of it depends on your group. Um, I think especially now, having done it once with the trophy course, I think it makes it a lot easier for us to to plan a trip around, uh, you know, the Macrahanishes of, of the world. Um because I think we at this point have a feel for, you know, the Scottish trophy course. Um, and so now we would be building upon uh, kind of filling out the rest of the story, right? Seeing, you know, you got the the old Tom trail out there and, you know, seeing, seeing some of the little bit more wayward uh, ones and seeing how they compare to the ones we've already played. So I think for our group, particularly um i think that kind of a trip definitely would suit us um if it's if it's a group's first sort of big trip like that um i think the trophy course definitely helps right um it you know gives like you said it gives it an anchor um you know because we planned pretty much you know pretty much the whole trip around okay the old course day is this day what are we doing before it? What are we doing after it? Make sure we plan it in the right spot so that if there's a rain day, we right. get, you know, we still get to play it and that sort of thing. Um, and so I think if, you know, not, I don't want to go with novice, but like if, if you haven't done that kind of trip before, I think that having an anchor might, you know, might make it a little bit easier to plan around as opposed, because I mean, if we were to do, you know, a, a wayward tour, there's a lot of planes, trains and automobiles that could be wrapped into that. And, you know, there's a lot that goes with it um, that, you know, it might make it great for for the folks that haven't done it, or it might be kind of a lot, right? you know, and a lot of stuff in between the golf. As far as just the golf, though, I mean, it's hard to imagine, having played the, the off the beaten, the more off of the beaten path courses that we played and enjoying them as much as we did, it seems hard to to think of a, a trip that wouldn't be awesome kind of no matter which of those you played. But um, so I, I think that's probably where I land is, is the trophy course necessary? No. Um, but depending on the group, it might help. Yeah. It might be an enhancement and, and it certainly would get more people on the plane. I think. Um, what about you, Fred? You're allowed, you're allowed to disagree. You know, my point Thinking through it and kind of going back and looking at some text messages from you guys um, and just response to sort of my my recent 
Ely article over on the blog, just thinking, you know, that that day in that clubhouse was so much fun. And I've you've, I've got to think that there are other places that are as special that are, you know, as welcoming and have such a neat community. Um, and other places where now Edinburgh being a big city, but I mean, how hard did we laugh at the Italian joint? You know, kind of those, when I think back, I remember my shots cause I'm a psychopath. Like I remember a lot, all my golf shots and, and most of your guys, but what I remember are the, are those smaller, you know, different moments. So with that, I'll, I'll kind of, I want your thoughts, Fred. Uh, yeah. Um, I think I have a slightly different take. I think um, that trophy course is probably necessary on your first trip over there. I think to, to get the ball rolling, to get people, you know, signed up and ready to go and make that type of commitment to go over there, be away from your families, whatever, however you want to look at it. And you really, I think it's important to have that kind of, uh, that kind of, uh, Apple on the list, right? You know, we had two of them, um, but you know, of, of course, you know, playing the old course was was the was this driving force. I think that <clears throat> if you were to call me up and say, "Hey, you know, um, we got another chance to go over," there's, you know, there is no Carnoustie, there is no, you know, um, old course. I would I would be in. Um, I, you guys both know, and you know, folks that have listened to us ramble on before. Um, I, mean, I loved Ely. I mean, I absolutely loved that place from from the moment we walked in there, and they told us we could walk up front to get um, coffee and uh, pastry and whatever else, and we hung out in there, and then we walked back over. I mean, I just loved it, and I cannot imagine you wouldn't find um, four or five more places like that. And, and have as good of time or, or dare I say better time than we had at Ely and at, at Leaving. Um, you know, we talked at length the last time about, you know, our getaway course um, and how much fun we had there. Half of the memories that I have, you know, truly <laughs> laughter inducing memories came from that trip there, playing the golf course, lunch and the trip back to Edinburgh. <laughs> Um, that was, I mean, I cannot imagine a better way to end a trip than what we had that day. And we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants, um, you know, getting on the the trains and, you know, it's something that you don't really get over here, but that was awesome. I could just see where you you could hop a bunch of trains and get a hold of the bus to take you where you want to go. But I mean, I would say that I would, I would head back over there to play, you know, a bunch of leavens and a bunch of uh, Ely's anytime. Something Fred said there was very important. I don't, I don't say that all the time, but this time it, it actually happened. Um, it, I, I think part of it too comes down to, are you a planner or are you a fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy um, or group? Um, you know, we, we were very much flying uh, you know, wherever the wind was blowing us sometimes when we were there. Um, and there are some people that that would make very, very uncomfortable. And so I think the bigger places, the St. Andrews of the world, allow you to script things a little bit better. You got a better feel for what's in town um, in St. Andrews when you're there, even, you know, irrespective of the golf, right? It's, it's just a, a bigger town. It's, you know, you go to you go to some of the places on the outskirts 
I, I don't know what's there. And right. some, that's fun to us, but that might not be as fun to some people. And a, a quick shout out um, to Tim at Starfish Taxi. If I've long said, if there's an, an aspect of our trip I would do differently, it would have been the logistics. And I think I would have been less cheap and just hired Tim's company to take us. Cause that's another option. That's, you know, that's what a professionally managed planned trip is. I think they just stick you on up. They get you on a bus and somebody that knows how to drive those roads. Um, yeah, a friend of the show, Tim, reached out to us, uh, not reached out to me not too long ago. So if you're listening, we love you. Uh, when we come back, we will see you for sure. Um, it, but that's a good point. It, the There's different types of trips, and we definitely took one of them. Um, just to test this hypothesis, I want to ask you a couple of questions. Um, if we were to roll that idea forward, you know, the... Ireland is another whole golf adventure and it's a different type of adventure is that is a trophy course. There are fewer of them there. You know, it's not the home of golf. So a, a quick quiz. Can either of, of you name three Irish golf courses? Okay. We're get, we've got, I've got a little game. I've got some notes for you. We're going to play real or fake. Okay. We're going to go in turns. Um, Let's see if you've been paying attention the last several years. Fred, real or fake? Royal County Down, Irish golf course. Yes. Uh, Matt Cheney, Celtic Manor. Sure, why not? Yes, oh, absolutely. It's in, it's in Wales. Ah. Uh, Wait, was I right? You were right, Fred. Yes, that's hmm. yeah. Royal County Down. Like to, it, it, it's kind of I a big like deal. Hear that. Yes, yes, you were, you were right. Yeah, you can, thanks. Yeah. Uh, Matt Cheney, La Hinch. No. Yes, it is. It's hosted. No, the, it's hosted the Irish Open. Uh, okay. Well, that's not in Ireland. They don't have the Irish Open. They, oh, yeah, they do. I wanted to know. How, I wanted that string to play out for sure. We'll we'll revisit that. Uh, I think I'm saying this right. Fred uh, Merval Peninsula. No, that's right. It's just a landform over there. Uh, Fred Saint Inadoc. No, that's correct. It's in England. Uh, Matt Cheney, Port Marnock. Yes. Yes, it is. It's a real one. Waterville. Yes. Oh, two in a row. He got it. Uh, Fred, Royal Shaughnessy. No. That's right. That's not real. It's in Canada, and it's not royal. Um, Killarney. This is for Fred. Killarney. Uh, no. Yes, it's real. It's hosted the Open. Uh Matt Cheney, Oyster Island. Yes. Well, it's a real island, but there's no golf there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could. My, I, there's golf in my backyard. That doesn't make it a, you know. Never. Who are three people who have never been in my kitchen? I, there's a certain age of our audience that will remember that from Cheers. Uh, Matt Cheney, Ballyshannon Park. Yes. No, I just made that up. Yeah, that sounds, that's pretty good. Fred, Bally Bunyan. Yes. Okay. So Fred had a little higher batting average. Matt Cheney has no idea. Uh, no. I guess your your people oh, are from guesses. your people are from mainland and, and other islands. So. Absolutely. Yes. We are. We are northern. <laughs> we are Scandinavian. We are kind of Eastern European. A little German. Yeah. Right. So I I went through that little comedic exercise just to ask: Is that does that make Ireland more or less appealing as a golf destination? Because it is a 
different type of thing. We're three pretty avid golfers, and your guys' batting average was about two-thirds there. Okay, Fred's batting average was about three-quarters there. So I brought down the group's average. That's all right. Yeah. All-star. Fred, so I'll throw it to you first since you're Mm -hmm. Mr. Mr. Emerald Isle. I I am I I do have some ancestors that are from Ireland, um, but um, <clears throat> no, that does not um, that does not deter me from wanting to go there. Um, if we were to make another trip over there, I think it would be awesome to go to Ireland. Um, you know, we we had a taste of Scotland, home of golf. It was awesome. Um, I'd almost hate to go over there and compare it to the first trip we went to. So. Um, uh, going someplace new and exciting and see different stuff would be, would be all the more fun. What about you, Matt? Um, well, I mean, Fred's so good at this game. There's no reason to disagree with him. I mean, I, I should hitch my wagon to that star at this point. Um, no, agreed. It's, this is the best I mean, podcast ever. <laughs> you're going to cut that part out, right? No There's chance. no way he should be able to hear that. That's <laughs> Won't be able to fit his head in the car on the next golf trip, but um, no, it's, I think again, and maybe it's just have having, you know, coming from having the experience we already had. Um, no, I think, you know, whether, whether I've heard of, you know, able to name the course or not, um, you know, and part of it is there's so much information available now, you know, you can get a pretty good feel for, for kind of what you're walking into as far as the courses go. Um, obviously it's not, it's not going to be quite, you know, the same as having played it, but um, I would think we could craft a pretty good trip over there from stuff that I clearly couldn't pick out of a list of two items. I don't know. You might not even have to go anymore. I mean, with a good drone video, you can just set like a cool zone fan right here and just have the same effect. Just it'll show you the whole course and save you the airfare. There you, um, go. you know, I ask you, I, this is all a very long setup for something I've been thinking about with our trip. You know, we've got a, we've, we're several years in on our nine guys um, for our trip. And one of the things I've been struggling with is does our guys golf trip need a trophy course every year or a place with marquee holes and and marquee experiences because we've done, we've had a lot of different trips. So Matt, I'm, I'm going to throw this one to you first. We've had, I want you to give me your thoughts on this. We, of whether we need it uh, to have a successful trip because we've got a lot of other variables, you know, the way we stay, the games we play, um, the, the kind of off course activities, but we've had blowout trips. I mean, our, our first trip to the sand Hills played dormy mid pines, pine needles and tobacco road. Those are all all-stars. And we supplemented that at the cradle, like the, the first year the cradle was open. Um, we've had trips with just one where we built around a, a trophy, course you know bay harbor was for those of you that didn't play arcadia on the way up and arcadia ruined that trip for us um just because it was so spectacular but bay harbor was what we kind of built that trip around and the others were just some others at Boyne highland now i'd say the the hills course up there ended up probably being my favorite out of that but that was a marquee experience playing the links uh, course and the quarry course that was something to look forward to 
And we've also had a, how to put this, not a trip built around maybe not quite ready for prime time. You know, the, the courses we played in Indianapolis were nice, but not spectacular. There's nobody, not many people other than me traveling from distance to go see the Brickyard or Purgatory. And last year at Nashville, like, yes, the the Hermitage makes some lists as nice public access Nashville. But, you know, I, I even asked you candidly, like, is there was there a signature hole or something that you remember special about that? And your response was. No, it, it's sheep. I remember the sheep. Right. Because that's an integral part of the golf course. <laughs> it is at that one. <laughs> Not usually, but you know, look, if you got to hit over the sheep, you're going to remember that. So is that I'm I'm cutting you off. No, I don't think, I I don't think that our particular group needs it. Um, I think, you know, it's nice when we work it in once in a while. Um, And I wonder if, you know, when, when we did Indianapolis, it was four of us that had that have known each other for a long time. Um, and so that was really just, you know, four guys from school getting together, right? There weren't, there weren't people we hadn't met. There weren't, so we could drive and stay in, you know, different hotels every night. And it was it, that kind of trip at that point was fine because of who we were with. Um, if you were trying to do a bigger group, if you were trying to um, work in some folks that, that maybe didn't know each other. Um, I don't know. Maybe that would have had a a slightly different impact. Um, But at this point, especially, you know, we've had, we got the nine guys and we know each other pretty darn well at this point. We've been on a bunch of trips together. Um, You know, we look so forward to seeing some of the, I I don't see some of these guys other than me, you know, pretty much only at these trips for some of them. Um, you know, so it's it's one of those things where is it is it nice to play a particularly nice course? Sure, we're going to enjoy that, um, and I think that's that's not a bad thing to mix in from time to time. But I didn't have less fun at uh, at the Hermitage than I had at Sand Valley. It was it's you know I love the guys. It's good to see them. Um, sometimes I play well, often I don't, um, and you know, it, it, where I'm playing mediocrely is not as important as, as it, maybe it would be for a different group. You know, Fred, I, I guess it comes down part of that. And here's my worry is that for a lesser esteemed course, uh, I wonder if we might not lose some enthusiasm from some of our guys. You know, I, I know that if they're going to, pay for the trouble of traveling, you know, they, they have other options for disposable income. Would we, if, if the, the dregs that I worked in on every other year, you know, if I start this kind of rotation of high end experience, like this year, we're having a blowout. We went to Nashville so that we could all go to Bandon. Um, And so we're going to play six amazing courses out there on the Oregon coast this year. But if I try to take this group to, the Tennessee golf trail next year before we blow something out for 2025. Am I, is there going to, how big is the enthusiasm gap if there's no marquee course on the agenda? 
I, I think most of the guys, um, the, the guys that are um, really avid and the guys that aren't, um, I, I think they most of the guys, uh, both sides of that coin are going to be are going to be similar to what Matt just said. Um, this this trip is probably more about getting together and seeing everybody and all the stuff that we do <clears throat> on the course and off the course as it is the golf courses. Um, we're kind of fortunate, you know, like, you know, we have the, the bigger trip that, you know, we go and we, we have everybody, um, and it kind of works out that there's some other little like weekend side things that, you know, we, we might, the three of us might call each other and say, Hey, I have Friday off of work. Let's go to French lick. Right. Um, I think the smaller, the little smaller getaways, um, I, I favor or, I enjoy maybe a little more of the the trophy course or you know the memorable courses when it's the three of us and the experiences in one group. Um, when our when we have multiple groups and the experience is spread over you know four groups instead of just one, I think the courses don't matter nearly as much. That's a that's an interesting way to put that. I'm glad you framed it that way. I don't think I'd thought about it that way. But you do bring up something, good segue, on um, kind of subgroups of a big golfing group. You know, that's something we've developed. We don't have a, a set rotation, but of our of our group, we have what I call the, the serious golfers or the addicted golfers or just the avid guys and you know, some guys that golf only on the golf trip every year, I'm fairly convinced. Um, and I'm just kind of curious, this is as – kind of captain i think about this is do i owe a is there a duty of are there any duties owed to those guys the ones that you know i feel like clay we could tell him that something was a really good course and he might not know the difference like he might not bother to look it up he um, certainly wouldn't care right it's interesting though like the the voting patterns within the group for where where people vote to go it never ceases to amaze me like it's never as predictable as i think it is so that's why i'd leave the handicapping to you matt cheney and not uh don't do it myself but um you know i i wonder it's not a has versus have nots dynamic but just with with a group that is so kind of diverse i feel like this is a good this year because we're I'm getting a couple of the guys to join us in Tennessee that might not normally be able to do that. So I'm interested to see how that goes because Sweden's Cove is a course. It's a fun experience. Like the, the, the trick of it is the all dayness of the experience, but um, three chipping or, or four putting to get onto the surface of a green. That's a little different experience, uh, but it's probably good mental prep for the Oregon coast, to be honest. Um, just the, the wild and hairy stuff out there. So I'm kind of fumbling through here, but I, I've just been wondering, you know, I wonder if those guys, if they have any feel like they're missing out or if the, if the, we get the balance right between sort of the more serious golfers going to more serious golf destinations. Um, and if that kind of satisfies what I don't want to end up is to have a breakaway to have like two or three guys that say, you know, call me when you're going to Pinehurst or call me when you're going to Stream Song, but I don't really need to go to Myrtle Beach for the the big trip in the summer or something like that. 
So I don't, um, I'll go ahead. I don't want to like not answer your question, Dave, because it's a good question, but I want to take a different tact on this. If that's okay. Sure. <clears throat> so, um, just show I your work. <laughs> I will try. So I think Matt and I are in, um, a, a unique situation. I mean, we, we, we live close together. We, our schedules, you know, our, my son and Matt's oldest son have kind of the same schedule most of the time sports wise. So if I have, if I have a day, uh, let's say, like I said, I have a Monday off of work. Um, one of the first people I'm going to like, I'm going to reach out to is Matt. Say, Hey Matt, are you working on, you know, Monday? Let's go golfing. Um, so that splinters off into maybe Matt just doesn't like, you know, playing golf with only me. But that usually splinters off to say, hey, do you want to go south and meet Dave and Mark or John Mark? Or, hey, do you want to go over, you know, to the east and we'll see if um, if um, Jared, Jared, sorry, uh, Jared can come up and meet us. Um, so we're in a We're in a unique position like these little breakaway little side groups. I mean, we've gone up to Canton with Jared to play the quarry up there which is you know a, a really nice course it's it's usually rated pretty high in ohio for a public course um and you know we have a good time we'll go to to um salt fork uh the state park which um i i mean i grew up here my whole life and i had no idea that there was a golf course there and it's a little gym you know up on top of what feels like the alps itself um you want to talk about elevation change yeah there you go um so I think we're we're in a little bit of a unique situation that, you know, we we visit more of the group than maybe some of the other groups visit with each other. So these small getaway um, days um, are almost um, like a little bit of a, a, a tease for us leading up to like the big trip, you know, because usually it's kind of in the summertime. It's leading up to the golf trip. So we're all talking, you know. Jared will be talking about where we're going and complaining about Matt, you know, doing something in the golf cart, you know, so that's fun. Um, so I kind of forgot what your original question was, but I wanted to say that I really like the fact that um, Matt and I are able to kind of um, kind of bounce around and see you guys um, on a, on a somewhat consistent basis, but but meet you guys somewhere. And again, those aren't tro trophy courses, so to speak, but nice courses that, that we meet up and play um, throughout the year. So um, yeah, that's it. You conspicuously omitted champions that you haven't taken Jared to champions there in Columbus. I'm not, I'm, I mean, <laughs> that uh, he doesn't get there early know. enough in the day. I, I don't, I don't, I think that might, that might push Jared away from the next golf trip. And the next time he would see a tree, he would not be very comfortable because that place is like corridors. <laughs> Matt, have we thoroughly confused you? I mean, well, first of all, it's it's podcasting 101 to have your guests come out and say, thank you for asking a wonderful question. I'm now going to ignore your question and then forget halfway through what it was that it was either your question or his answer. What, um, what office are you running for, Fred? Because that was great. We can we can wrap that up, put that on. Podcasting you. gold right there. Um, my, just a <laughs> uh, nice guy. That's, <laughs> um, yeah, I, pulling it back to somewhere. Um, 
I don't know that this group has, I, I don't get the vibe that there's a, a potential splinter cell out there. Um, I, I think that, you know, we've, we've been very fortunate with the group dynamics that everybody seems to get along pretty darn well. Um, you know, differing, differing opinions on many things in life throughout the group, but that seems to all go out the window when we get together. And, you know, I think everybody has a real good time um, with each other. So, you know, I think it's one of those situations where if you've got a good group like that, um, some of the, the, we'll call them the stream song set, um, you know what? It's it's so much fun to get together with these guys that sure I'll go you know we'll go play Tennessee Golf Trail or whatever it was that you said. Now look there if something comes up if something in their life comes up and they have to miss a particular year because of you know family obligations or something does it make it a little bit easier for those folks if if it happens to be a, a you know a lesser uh, ranked course year yeah probably. Um, and there are going to be some folks that, you know, maybe are, are the opposite, right? Where it's like, man, that's a lot of money to spend. And I had this thing come up, you know, as much as I'd love to go, do I punt this year? I'm sure those kinds of thoughts go through folks' heads. Um, Fred and I are in a, in a weird place that we are in the avid set and also cheap as hell. So, you know, we get some. I mean, Fred lives his life conflicted pretty much all of the time, so that just it fits right in. But you know, for for us, I've I mean, I've never once, you know, we've been doing this 10, 11 years. I've I've never ever thought of anything other than how soon is this trip going to start and can it get here just a little bit sooner? Uh, and I think that for for most of our guys, that's the case. Is this you know we're going to Bannon? We they have caddies available. Is this the last trip that you think our guys can spring for walking only? Or is that like, Matt, I know you will just like grit your teeth and, and bear it and force yourself to do it because that's just kind of the way you roll. Um, but we are not getting younger. Some of us are taking care of ourselves. Some of us aren't. Some of us like ice cream. Um, so it, just a thought on, future trips and future trip dynamics. I enjoyed sand Valley, you know, and I enjoyed Scotland being able the, the joy of walking together relatively together. If someone has a bad hold, you kind of leave them alone. You, you snicker at them from across the fairway. You let them have their space. Um, that kind of deal, like nine at Ely, Matt Cheney. Um, but just, you know, we're guys in our, some of us in our mid forties, Fred, right. Um, so just get your thoughts on that quick before we get out of here. Is there, if we were to go, you know, stream song has some serious walking chops only policies, depending on the time of year. Um, I don't know that they let you drive up. I, I don't know, honestly, whether they let you drive a cart up at someplace like Cabot up in Prince Edward Island, which is kind of on my list. Um, the, you know, number two, if we ever get around to number two, that's walking only. I don't know if number four is or not. Um, but is that, is that something we can sustain? Um, is that something we can motivate people to like, Hey, walk all year so that you can do this, Matt, give me six months and I'll answer that question. I think Bandon will be, I think Bandon will be a real solid test of that. Um, if I had to, to, um, 
wager on that at this point, I think there's a real solid chance that we probably have some guys that say, yeah, I don't want to walk that much again um, coming out of this. It's it's quite possible. Um, like you said, I I enjoy walking. Um, you know, I'm I'll I'll schlep my bag periodically. I go out and I walk with the boys. Um, Fred and I typically have at least a few rounds a year where we walk and you know we carry. Um, and some of that is to to prepare for the golf trip sometimes. Um, but even when it's not one of those years, we'll you know we'll work that in. So I think. I think there will definitely be side trips where that will still be in the cards. But if you're asking how many more trips with all nine of us, are we going to have everybody sign up for, yeah, let's, let's do five courses of walking. I don't know. Spring, spring chickens. We ain't. Um, If I had to bet, I'd say I'd lean toward, I'd lean toward fade in that idea and probably go with no. Yeah, I like uh, so I will, you know, I will let the let the listeners know that I am probably the least fit um, and look more like a um, a number, more like a zero uh, than anybody else in the group. And I will tell you that I still enjoy to walk. Um, It's not the walking that's uh that's the problem it's like you know like matt said you know we'll go we'll play you know we can walk nine holes after work it's enjoyable like you said we walk together up the fairway we're talking we're we're bitching about you know everything under the sun um we hit our golf balls you know we're all good um the golf the thing about the golf trip i think is the fact that it's it's like you know back to back you know 18 holes um, the next day is where it gets you, right? I mean, the bottom of your feet are sore, especially like when we went to Sand Valley. I mean, that 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 terrain does not – I learned a lot of lessons there. That mm-hmm. terrain does not give, right? I'm I, I'm I born and raised on, you know, dirt. We're in the like, mud district. Yeah. Right, a dirt. I take a divot, it, it's dirt. Big old chunk of grass goes flying, right? there there's no give right um i i long ago switched to like tennis shoes i play in tennis shoes i don't play in golf shoes anymore one of the best things i ever did probably um super enjoyable i got no problem with it but it's the it's the um the next day is what gets me you know i come rolling out of bed and i thought matt was gonna have to like you know get behind me and like make me stand straight up because I couldn't, I couldn't stand up. My, my back hurt so bad, but he was almost in as bad a shape as I was. So we were both <laughs> fucked. Um, Big anus and little anus over there. That's, that's right. Um, so um, I, I think that if, as we get older, um, hopefully uh, during that process of aging, our disposable income may, may get a little, um, a little a little better um in our golf trips maybe we include another day and we bust up the 18 back-to-back 18 holes a day maybe play one round of golf two days and then two rounds one other day um and and we get to enjoy each other an extra day play a little more poker i think that would 
would probably extend the walking period of the group. Okay. Interesting idea. Let's see. Hmm. This is all just, I'm just taking notes. I've got it on. I've got it recorded. I can play it back at my leisure now. Uh, This is good. This is good. Hey, thanks for stopping by for this episode of the Blind Shots Podcast. It's always nice to reconnect with my golf buddies, and I hope you enjoyed a bit of the show today, too. You know, I was comfortable with where we left the discussion, though honestly our universally amazing experiences at Bandon Dunes since this episode was recorded may have changed a few hearts and minds uh, about what is acceptable within a golf course or golf trip rotation. Uh, what a special place that resort is. If you want to elevate your Blind Shots podcast experience, head over to the One Bearded Golfer channel on YouTube. Yes, it is a real thing. Uh, there you can catch a fun snippet or two of the show trying a little something different this year i don't have the time energy or wherewithal to create a proper golf society or online community so the least i can do is add a visual element to the show for you to basically laugh at us and feel better about yourself and your life decisions in spite of ourselves Uh, most importantly i hope you enjoyed what you heard here today if you didn't enjoy this episode i'm sorry i'll try to do better next time but i can't guarantee that won't fail spectacularly too Uh, Sit up. Sit up straight. Remember to drink lots of water. Good posture and adequate hydration will cure a lot of what ails you. Trust me. And as always, when you have the choice, do decide to go for it and take dead aim. got a like they are in set up with ship sticks they've right. got their own forms they've got you know this is not a hey hotel can you stick this in the <laughs> in the back closet for like five days before we get there underrated part of the trip they said it would take eight days to get to scotland it got there in two <laughs> oh you remember <laughs> remember what that lady said she's like oh these are yours They've been here for a week. <laughs> they were like in this little set with like the with like the extra pop that went into the machines. Right. We've been walking around them for six days. And then how about how about the three of us like getting on like golf apparel? It's right in the hallway. We had like the whole hallway taken up. People walking around us, and we're like, "Well, we gotta get on a train and go to somewhere else." Little did we know it was a bus. But anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, people are walking by. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I forgot like, about I'm, changing in the hallway. <laughs> putting my pants on. They're like, "Hey, how are you?" I'm like, "I'm great." We're gonna do it in the downstairs bathroom, but I, I, one of you like just ruined the bathroom. Like, we can't go back in there. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> it was a long, it was a long flight, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's like. Like, no, Dave, just go. We got to go back upstairs right now. <laughs> Dude, we got to go. We got to go now. <laughs> I had the window seat, man. I couldn't make you guys get up and down. I mean, Matt was like thoroughly asleep. The seat yeah, was just... yeah, right. <laughs> For both of those hours, maybe. <sighs> oh, man. That I've was so much fun. Forgot that you little... forgot about how I small that, that. closet. I, I knew. I remember the closet being so small and then being 
kind of like low-key pissed about that but what was i gonna do it said it took that long to, to get but yeah the the changing and just random <laughs> forgot about that and we oh, had like yeah. 30 whole minutes to do it maybe yeah yeah that was great <laughs>